What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Bobby Mason Audio Experience. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me, personally. Also, a big shout-out to Educating Entrepreneurs. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Guys, this podcast is created for all of you because, you know what, the world of entrepreneurship is seriously viewed as this glitzy, heroic career with all these guaranteed pathways to riches and success when, just to be completely honest, you don't just snap your finger and bang, have the mansion, have the travels, have all the pretty ladies. That's just not how it works. So in the Bobby Mason audio experience, we actually have real entrepreneurs on the show. I'm personally a serial entrepreneur after starting 15 companies. And essentially this entire show is just about entrepreneurship and sharing our entrepreneurial stories, our life lessons, our success methods, and lastly, really being honest about our royal F-ups. So thank you so much for listening. You guys can find this podcast anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. You know, iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those good things. So without further ado, let's get to the show. Thank you so much again, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bobby Mason Audio Experience. Experience, experience, experience. As usual, we have the three musketeers, best friends for life. We've got it in our back to show it. We've got a great topic presented by Mustache Man, the Redheaded Wonder, Joey Trexler. What's up, guys? What an introduction. I don't think I've ever got an introduction like that before. Um, I'm going to take all those names of, as compliments, so I appreciate it. Thank you, Brandon. Um, I think they're all good compliments. Joey, I... Can you have a bad compliment? It's called a drive-by. What's called a drive-by? When you give someone a bad compliment, you'd be like, oh, you're really cool, but you kind of suck. It's like a drive-by comment. Like, Ooh. Joey, I, <laughs> cool. I that doesn't even, I don't even know if that's technically a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> um, before you ask your question, Joe. Yeah. We forgot about something. Did we know? Because Brandon needs to answer something first. Oh, I did forget about this. <laughs> Great memory, Bob. Because that's He's what he to think. He, yes, and we said that he would. Th- he said he would think of it this week. You can tell he has put a lot of thought into it. And for all of you guys that don't know, because this is audio, he's sitting there, shaking his head pretty viciously. He he's not looking excited for the question. For all of you guys that listened last week, all eight hundred of you, um. If you remember correctly, Brandon didn't come up with his own genius. Therefore, he said this week he was going to come up with it. So I think we should start with that before you say anything, Joe. You're asking anything. Of course for me. <laughs> I don't have one. I literally, I thought about it like every day and I couldn't think of one. <laughs> you know what I thought about in my car today? When I was thinking about this again, 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be in that room. <laughs> you wouldn't be in what room? Give some context for the people that weren't listening last week. I wouldn't be in that room of uh, billionaires. So last week, we asked what your zone of genius would be. And Joey and I gave our zone of geniuses. And Brandon couldn't quite come up with us because we questioned how... What, what did you say your zone of genius was again? Like... Teamwork. Calling, calling people out on their bullshit. Oh, yeah. Teamwork. No, so we, that was obvious, I think. So, so the follow-up to the teamwork comment, we asked how he would apply that teamwork in a room of 12 CEOs or leaders that were running billion-dollar companies, and he quickly decided that maybe it wasn't his zone of genius. So as you just heard, he decided after thinking about it the entire week for seven days straight, he finally concluded he wouldn't be in that room. I thought I didn't have a lot of confidence. (laughs) Uh, Joey, anyone with a mustache like that has confidence. (laughs) Come on, Brandon. You, you actually, you don't think you got one? Give us one of the, give us one or two of the options that you were thinking this week. Besides for not being in the room. Um, I, I honestly don't know. I could not think of anything. I actually did try to think of stuff and I could not. All right. Well, what's going to happen to Brandon if he doesn't come <laughs> up with the zone of genius for next episode? Um, that's truly a great did, question. I truly did think about it. And I, I think that... he has to shave his head if he doesn't think of a adequate zone of genius. Yeah, I'm on team shave his head. Okay. So, Brandon, Brandon, if you forget again next week. I didn't forget. I swear to God I was thinking about it this week. Or if you can't think of a zone of genius because you are a genius in something. Um. You can shave your head next week. Oh, I can. (laughs) You will. You will. (laughs) All right. Cool. Splendid. Great. All right. Well, that means we can move on to Joey. Great. What's up? I'm so excited for you to ask your question. Why are you so excited about it? It's just fun when other people have deep questions and we just kind of, you know. Okay. I, I like hearing what other people are thinking. Fair. Yeah. You know, um, this whole kind of week and I mean, not only this week, but for a while now, um, been thinking about this and there's, man, for a while now, there hasn't been, I feel like there hasn't been a time in the day or night that I'm not thinking about work. Um, and it's like, just like, things that need to get done, need to get done, things that got done, but might not have gotten done right. Um, Just like things always just pressing on my mind. And it's just like, so stressful and, and it's unnecessary, but I don't know how to look at it um, in a way that, and I look at it, at two extremes pretty much. And I'm wondering how you find the balance. The, the one extreme that I see here is, you know, just, and I, and I sh- shared this with you guys in the text is, you know, just, just let it go. Shit's going to happen, you know, just, just deal with it when it comes or, 
you know, make sure every detail of something is, is covered. So um, in whatever you do and whatever deliverable you give out and whatever product you produce, anything, so you won't have any issues and you won't have to worry about any, any issues in the future. And I know neither of those are the 100% the correct answer, but I just don't know how to approach it without like, I don't know, stressing out constantly about, about, um, about work, I guess. If that made sense, I don't know if you guys felt the same way, um, but I'm curious what you guys have to say about that. I was, when I read your question, I was just thinking about the time that you asked a question, but you didn't ask a question. Was this similar? No, it, no, it was, but when you were like, I have a question, like before I started <laughs> reading it, I was like, I wonder if this is going to go the same way, <laughs> but it didn't, it's good. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get better at rounding out my thoughts. Yeah. Like right, right, right when I saw it was a long text, I was like, I wonder if there's actually a question in this. <laughs> fair point. But um, no, I think for me and my work is kind of obviously a lot different than the things you both have to do. But as far as overthinking it, I think there's, Oh, his face is weird. Sorry, I was trying to hold in a yawn. And so I was... You're so yeah. weird. <laughs> I don't want to yawn into this microphone. <laughs> I thought it sounded really strange. Um, but no, I think... Yeah, there's some stuff where I overthink a lot of stuff before I send it. And then when I do send it, I'm like, crap, I could have done this and this to make up for it. But I think it's just a matter of we have a guy or had a guy that worked with us that he would literally send every single detail like way overboard like when you didn't need to and I think in cases of that I think it kind of overwhelms other people um I don't know if this is necessarily where you're going but I think as far as at least when I do stuff I just say you know whatever happens happens that's kind of how I've always been and if it does come down to something where I have to deal with it later, I am trying to get better at that. But it's more of, you know, I put out what I needed to do. If there is an issue, hopefully I will be able to answer it at the time. But I think it's just more of, I put out what I need to do. I thought about it at the time. And if there is something, maybe I can pop back. I don't know how bad that's going to look if I can pop back in and say, oh, by the way, here's this instead of. I know it's probably different with you where you're sending spreadsheets where you can't necessarily just say, Oh, can you this give an example of a task. So we have yeah. a better understanding of how tasks might differ between each of us and how that changes our decision-making, I guess, on the topic. Yeah. Um, um, I guess in case of my work is we can, give a location or something or let's say a truck broke down in Minnetonka and it was supposed to deliver to Madison, Wisconsin. And I can give all these details of, hey, this is very much on the spot. So this will be interesting where this goes. Um, <laughs> I could say, all right, truck blew out a tire, 
guy's going to be fixed. He'll be there in two hours from Minnetonka to Fannison. You know how quick that goes. Um, fuck, I don't know. That's not going anywhere. I don't have a good example at the Your moment. Your side comments are just funny. I think the whole thing's fine. It's just <laughs> I can I can I can say an example. Um, yeah, please. I'll let Brandon think. Um, well, I, I wasn't I wasn't curious about an example for you, Joey. Oh, I was okay. more cu- I was more curious about when like I mean I think each of us handle scenarios differently. Like if if Brandon's explaining very like some of his normal daily simplistic tasks and they don't do a whole lot for him where he can just kind of hand them off, get them done, not be worried about them. I'm curious if that's different than if he has like one big thing he has to do one month and like his quarter might depend on it or his job review might depend on it or like anything like that or outside of your job. If you're working on like other tasks, are there other things that just, will bother you or do you just I mean I don't think it's a bad thing to let it go but how do you let it go or why do you not let it affect your sleep at night or whatever else because I think at that point what more can you do without adding to the fire of whatever you put on I know you could try to like save it and say here's what I meant to send but it like at that point they have what they have and like there's some stuff where it's like if something like that does happen I just like like well maybe in some magical world they won't notice whatever mistake I made or they will but it's out there and you can't really just pull it back so I just say it is what it is and just kind of let it go and at that point you are prepared to you know what you did wrong whatever it may be whatever's eating at you. So you will have an answer prepared when the time does come. But, but I don't know. So do you think about work at all outside of work? Never. Never? No. Is it just because your job ends then and there's nothing you can do? Yeah. And I think that's the big difference is like mine. I I, I heard you take a couple calls off work hours. That's because that guy sucked. What? That's because that guy sucked. I was just going to compliment you and be like, because you care about your customers. <laughs> no, I do. I'm just saying like that stuff can easily be solved way ahead of time. And that's when that does stress me out is when people will call like in that instant, like I'm working from home at that time so I can easily access my computer. But let's say I was driving home and he called, I wouldn't have been able to have access. So yeah, that kind of would have been eating at me, but since I did have access, I could look into things at the time. Then I'm like, yeah, let's let's do that. That's fine. But generally, my if I don't get a call after work, I don't think about it. I just literally clock out 4:30. Have to hit those 40 hours. Can't go over. 37 and a half, 37 and a half now. Um, but yeah, like after that, I'm like, you know, whatever is done is done. We I know I have the team that can help back me up that will get an email or will get a call. So that's kind of the peace of mind that I have is that there is an after hours team and that's not necessarily something that you guys have. It's you are your own after hours team. You have to kind of be accountable for what you do and you're available at all hours and 
stay up till 2 a.m. doing whatever. So I think that's kind of the big difference there is you have to be accountable for yourself where I know that I have someone that can back me up that's still in the office for the rest of the day. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, just a sec. I got to respond to this text message because I need to. Um, Joy, fill the time with something. Okay. Apologize, everyone. Oh, yeah. Maybe I can give a little more clarity to it is what I'm saying. You know, it's, for instance, you know, you, um, you're working on some type of deliverable, a slide deck, whatever it may be, and, and you've worked on it for a month long and, and it's, you put a lot of work into it, but you still do a lot of these projects. And so, um, and you know, these projects are going to be reviewed in detail by numerous parties. And so it's definitely things are missed and it sucks because our job is not to miss anything and we'd be very detailed because of our job. Um, but things are missed and we have to respond to that and uh, no one ever likes to be wrong or incorrect, but it happens. And, and I guess I just can't let it go. And I think it's just constantly eating at me of, you know, oh, shoot, I should have done this on this slide deck. I should have done this on this deliverable because um, they're going to find it. And, and then there's the other opportunities where, or there's other situations where, you know, you don't think of something and then they find it and then you're like, oh, crap, and you got to talk about it on the spot. And it's just like, I don't know, to what extent is it just like, do your best and see what happens and just let it go or, or I don't know. It's, I'm just constantly stressed about it. <laughs> So do you have those times where you're like, oh, I should have done this or I should have done that. And when you do send it and they kind of just, they don't say anything about it. Are you kind of relieved or is it just like you want to still go back and address whatever you missed? Yeah, it depends on the situation. Um, it can be beneficial to a certain party. If it can be beneficial to our party, then I go back and, and fix it and, kind of communicate that correspondence with the group. Um, however, I guess, to be honest, if it was missed and it's non-beneficial towards the party that I'm working towards, um, I, I probably wouldn't say anything. So I think I understand what you're getting at. Um, so my scenarios are, you know, for let's use COVID-19 for an example, right? Um, right now, we got a few tenants that I'm not giving rent breaks on because they're supposed to get SBA loans. So these are people that are sending me very long text messages on a pretty regular basis, pretty pissed off at me. And I, I don't want anyone to be pissed off at me. That I don't like that. that makes so they me haven't received PPP loans? Yeah, they. Uh, there's a lot of people that haven't yet. Oh well, yeah, I know. I was just yeah, curious. but yeah, so, no, yeah. they haven't. They haven't. And so, like, yeah, I'm gonna figure out a way to help them, obviously. But 
you know, I have a lot of, there's a lot of people that are upset with decisions of either deferring payments or not just giving them full breaks, you know, stuff like that. And that's just stuff you have to deal with, right? Then with COVID, you also have employees that are upset because you're letting them go and they have to file unemployment. It's not great feeling. You see bank accounts bleeding to keep companies alive. That's not great feeling. Um, you put a lot of work into deals like this house that we just worked on for a long time. We just got pretty much sucker punched in the gut over it and um, didn't quite work out the way we wanted it to. doesn't mean that it won't someday, but yeah, that's, that's painful when you put that many hours in all of a sudden. Um, there's a lot, right? And when you take on a lot, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. And there's a lot of pressure. And like, even the example of the PPE stuff, like placed like $30 million in PPE. And I was super nervous that people were going to pay for it and it wasn't going to show up. And if you would have asked me this question, like, hmm, maybe 12 or 18 months ago, I would have said, yeah, can't sleep at night. Stresses me out way too much. It's constantly on my mind. Not the way it is anymore. I honestly, if I get into bed, I fall asleep right away like a baby. I mean, I wake up early because I'm so excited to get back to work, but I have no problem falling asleep. And I've just really changed my mentality to the idea of I am legitimately working my hardest every day. I'm doing, making the best decisions I can make every day. I'm doing one thing every day to make myself better than I was yesterday. And I truly believe it might not feel like it in the moment, but I'm creating building blocks that are going to turn into something great in the future. And a lot of that stuff is stressful, but I, I know I did my best work. Like I might've made mistakes along the way because I have too many things going, but I know what I gave them was my best in that moment. And it was the best of what I thought I had in that moment. And I never am giving them something or responding in a way that I have regrets over. Therefore, the fact that I have regret, I don't have regrets. I just don't care. And I guess to make it, I know this isn't like a faith filled podcast, but to be honest, I mean, Joey asked questions, so I'm going to answer it honestly. Um, something that really helped me is I get into bed every night and you don't have to believe in a God. You can believe in something. I don't care what you believe in. I take a moment, get in bed and legitimately just take some time to just say, I know you have control. I know that whatever happens is a part of the plan. I'm doing my best to make that plan move forward in the proper way. But if something falls through, I know I did my best and I'll try to fix it. And if it doesn't work out, there's a reason why it didn't work out. And whether you believe in a God or not, I think, I think giving up some of that control 
makes it easier to handle a lot more. Like when you have to have all that control or you have to feel all that pressure, you have to feel the weight of everyone around you. Like technically, if I wanted to, I could feel the pressure right now of like a hundred people around me that depend on me. Right. Like I'm directly, I'm, I'm the one that directly impacts their life and how they live. If I take on all that pressure, that's, that's paralyzing. I'm, I'm going to crumble, you know, mm-hmm. and knowing that I'm doing my best to make their life great. I, I it's just in, in the idea that I believe in something that has a like more control and has a plan and I'm just working my best to fulfill the plan. Like it makes me feel a lot better and just something about like, like some days will be really bad, right? Like we all have days that it's just like, holy crap, that could not have been a more of a wreck. Like, like it was one of the days last week. I can't remember what day it was. It was like the house was crumbling. Um, we weren't getting rents. A bunch of our tenants left for co-working. A few tenants were super pissed at me. We didn't get our PPP loan for ceilings retail store. Um, I hadn't gotten any sleep, so that made it way worse. And I was sitting there and I got in bed and I thought about being stressed out about it. And Ashley looked at me and she's like, are you okay? I just started laughing. I was like, honestly, it, it's going to turn out however it's supposed to turn out. I did my best. I, I can't do anything. And <laughs> this is just insane because now I just know I got to work a little harder to make things work, but it's either going to work or it's not. And that's part of the plan. And it just felt like really, really freaking relaxing. It was like, huh. All I can do is wake up tomorrow and keep trying to do something better than I did today. And then I'll go to bed and try again. And it's that simple. (laughs) I'll follow up. Yeah. What do you think someone like Elon Musk thinks? Do you think he thinks, you know, he did his best. Um, It's fine. Um, I'm not saying this is the right answer. I'm not saying it's the wrong answer. I'm just mm-hmm. like curious, you know, what, what do you think he thinks? Um, you know, is it, is it, I did my best and next and tomorrow I'm going to try to do even better. Or it's like, Oh my gosh, I, I did my best, but that wasn't good enough. You know, it's like, I need to be better. And I guess some people are motivated by different things in the sense of, I did my best, but that's not good enough. And I need to be better. Or it's like, I did my best. We'll see what happens tomorrow. I'll, you know, try to give a hundred percent as well, or I don't know, something like that. I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. I personally think Elon Musk feels every single person's burden. I think he takes it personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what makes him great. But I, I don't know. That's what makes I think that's what makes him produce things that are great. Yes. I don't think that makes him great. I feel like he is just effed in the mind. That's what I was gonna just say. Oh, I was gonna say I think no, he but I'm happy you think the same way. I was just about to say, like, I don't know Elon Musk. I've met him once, but I have no idea how he is in his 
personal life or whatever, but he does not strike me as someone that's truly happy on a day-to-day. And if I can't build something great and be happy, why build it at all? Uh And if I can't legitimately see every flaw, see everything that crumbles and take it on as a challenge and be excited and just be like, there we go. We're going to figure it out at some point. It's going to take way longer than I thought, but we're going to figure it out and I can enjoy the journey. If I can't do that, then I, I happily, I think I would happily consider taking more of a Brandon job and work eight, like I'm saying a job where I can work eight to five and yeah. not worry about it. I feel you. Because I love this crap. Like, like I wouldn't want to be doing anything else even with all the pressure. Like I, I love thinking about it all the time. Like if I'm sitting down with the family, we love it so much that we sit there to play yard games and it ends up being all of us sitting together, figuring out how are we buying the next place? And it turns into a business meeting and it's not because we just want to work. It's because we like trying to figure things out together. It's like a big game. So, yeah. So two things to that. So one, I think, yes, I think like, it's not a bad thing to always think about work. I think it's what you're thinking about related to work. That is the issue, you know, Uh, like what, what happens with you and your family. I think that's awesome. And that's definitely beneficial and it makes you happy. I think some of the things that I think about are, not um what's the word i'm looking for are not beneficial to anything they're not going to solve anything and so um you just worry pretty much um but then my other question which you might have answered was a follow-up to what you're saying prior was um you know and you talked about the journey but then would you take five years of being miserable to creating something amazing for people and eventually bring you to happiness um, after those five, 10 miserable years, or is that not worth it? Um, That's an easy no for me Um, for two reasons. Number one, I don't believe there's $1 bill that's worth misery. Um, what about happiness, eventual happiness? I, I don't believe that's how happiness works. Um, because number one, I don't believe, I don't believe you truly create greatness when going through misery. I don't think you have this. I don't think you have the stamina to do it for long enough. Like I think about the amount of time I put in right now, if I put in this amount of time and I was miserable, I'd maybe last 10 days. And those would be, I would be a bad person during those 10 days. Like, and if you're saying you're dealing with that, you're a way better person than me. No, I'm not saying I'm dealing with that. Yeah, because like, I was just curious. Because like for me, even like the last five days, like it feels like all I've done I'm just like you last five to seven days. All I've done is sat in here on these two computer monitors and not left. And it's been draining. Like I can hear like Ashley and I, we get a little irritated at each other more than normal. We never do. Right. And so like, 
we just realize we're getting burnt. And it's when we're doing something we love. I can't even imagine doing five years of getting burnt and hating it. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I guess I just always go back to like the superficial crap. Like you only live once and you don't know when life's going to end. If I'm three years in and I died, oh my gosh, <laughs> that would be so upsetting. <laughs> good, that's a good reaction. It would be so upsetting. <laughs> oh, I'm so upset I just died. Yeah, but seriously, like, because, you know, like, a big thing for me, when, like, we were going through college, I made that mistake in college. I won't make that mistake again. Like, I I went through the whole grind mode for three or four years and spent barely any time with you guys, barely any time with anyone. And it was misery. And, like, I've told you guys this before, like, it's still one of my biggest regrets. Like, I could have found a way to balance, but I chose not to because I thought I needed to go through that misery to make something happen. Yes, am I a little better position now? Sure. But do I still have a regret? Yeah. And I'd rather be in a little less good of a position and get rid of that regret. And that's why, like, now there'll be people or, like, my mentors, they'll be like, you can't build greatness when going out of town all the time like you do. And, like... I always explain to them, I'm like, you're 55 and you have a big company and you're still not going out of town because you think you need to keep building. I was like, that, that doesn't do a lot for me. I'm legitimately only doing it to have the memories and have the journey. Like Uh if I can't enjoy some of it along the way, like I'd rather be a little less successful. Like Ashley and I talked about this and this is like, obviously maybe giving too much detail to people but like we could have instead of living in this little apartment you know i mean i love it here if we decided to not spend x amount of money on trips every year we could have a big old house and we could look real cool in our big old house we don't need a big house like our our happiness is leaving and like you just got to do what makes you happy and not care what other people think. And you need to just do your best work and not care what other people think. And you need to accept that if you did something wrong and all of a sudden they pushed you out or you lost your position by a step because you made a mistake, you did your best work. What's the, what's the difference of thinking about it and stressing about it or not? There's, there's no you thinking about it makes no impact on the results. If you have just a structure you follow and you accept that you're doing it right, then you got to let that thing play out. And I know you're in a different industry, so maybe I'm not relating to it properly, but it's just like in the grand scheme of things, it's pretty minuscule. Like if you if you think through if you think through worst case scenario every time, like worst 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 case scenario is you get fired. Someone comes and stabs me in the face because they're mad at me. Yeah, well that wouldn't happen. But you, you said getting, worst worst. Okay, worst, sorry. Worst, worst. <laughs> worst case scenario though, it'd be like you getting fired, right? Yeah. 
So you get fired. You hang out at home. You go outside a lot. You'll get another job. I'll collect unemployment. And you know you're, you get another job. <laughs> right. So like, yeah, it seems, it's, it's it seems been, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I, 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 the biggest thing is I don't want to let down the people that, that, that I work with. I absolutely love the people that I work with. Like they have become such close friends and you know, I just, you know, I don't want to let them down. I think that's one of the biggest things. I think that's hard because I also thought like that, but then I realized the only way I can do more and more and push myself more and more and try to learn more and more is by making mistakes. And the only way I can keep improving people's lives based on my decisions is by also having times where they hate me for decisions. And that's just like the balancing act you deal with when you try to do more. If you sit back and Brandon, this isn't a shot at you, but like for people that sit back and just do the same thing every day and don't, but I'm saying, and don't push like beyond their limits. They have nobody that's, there's nobody depending on them. There's no one getting mad at them. Like there's mm-hmm. no stress involved. That's correct. And like if Brandon goes tomorrow and makes some phenomenally weird move that tries to help the company and it does help the company, he's going to have a bunch of people around him that he works with go on that a-hole thinks he's so smart and he's trying to make a difference. I hate that douche. What happened to Brandon? And then he's going to have executives that are going to be like, that guy's a winner. Like that's freaking sweet. And so from one side, people are going to like him. And the other side, he's going to feel like he's letting down his friends. But I have no friends. if you want to do things, that's just a burden you have to take on. <laughs> it's just the thing. And if you keep letting that burden screw you over, bring you down, it's going to be a pretty miserable 40 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I agree. Well, that's a good way to look at it. Um, not taking shots at Brandon though. Here, never. <laughs> Why would you? I wasn't. <laughs> Bobby, I wasn't trying. Can we? Do you want to like for a week just like work Brandon's job? <laughs> like leave the computer. Leave the computer at at, at work. <laughs> I honestly, I like, I maybe for a week, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I'd rather just do a full week and get out of Dodge. Like, I don't know. I I get too excited. I guess I like what I'm doing too much to go put the computer oh, yeah. down at four. I. I'd get bored. I could put the computer down at like nine. If I mean, if I had the stamina that Brandon did from the standpoint of like, I could go golfing every afternoon. Like (laughs) that'd be great. Uh, If I had that in me, I'd for sure put down the computer every day. Gone golfing twice. (sighs) 
for all of you guys that don't know, this guy, Brandon, he's out golfing every single day. And improving every single day. Oh, man. I had a major decline. So do you, when you golf, I think the, the listeners, I'm sure, are fascinated by this, but they just have to suck it up. When you golf, do you like go one round like if you have like a bad round a day do you internalize and think about what mistakes you made so you can improve next time or do you just go out and do the same thing and hope for a better result no i uh (laughs) so i i realize everything i do better remember he aimed in the woods this time no i aimed it i aimed it straight or no i aimed it how i should where I have a slight curve and oh, curve time, is what we're going to call it, huh? Yeah. The one time I hit it straight, it went into the woods, but no, I, I do think about it after. And then I just get so excited to get out there when I get there the next time. And I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> what did I do wrong last time? And then I get to like the fifth hole and I'm like, oh, this is what I should be doing. And then I play a little better, but not not anywhere near where I should be. Can I, okay, this is not, it always feels like when I'm trying to make a point, it feels like I'm dissing you, but I'm not trying to. Well, you are, so. <laughs> no, 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 I'm I think not. you need to get past the point where you say you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. It, this is more directed at Joy. Joey, okay, so oh. <laughs> Joey, when you play basketball now, all right, mm-hmm. like if you shoot a shot and you mm-hmm. miss, mm-hmm. don't you feel like at this age it's way easier to think about that shot and think about how you correct it to go in? Like, like you, you can internalize when you shoot in your head. You're like, I could definitely feel that I pulled that back too far or my elbow wasn't in. And then the next time you try to make a change, and where oh, yeah. I'm, what I'm getting at is I feel like in high school when I would miss a shot, I wouldn't internalize it. Like it was more like someone could tell me that I was shooting it from behind my head over and over and over again. And I couldn't like mentally make the change. I just keep doing the same thing over and over. And now like if someone tells me that it's like I can make an immediate change and I feel like I can shoot better than I ever could shoot when I was shooting 10 times more in high school and like in golf it's the same thing where it's like we go out once every two months (laughs) and i used to golf all the time and like we'll always go out there and we'll be like this is going to be the worst round of our lives and we won't golf at all yet we'll only shoot like two or three higher than we would when we were golfing every day and it's like we hit a hole where we have a couple of bad swings in a row and it's like you internalize it and you just think about how to make the change and then you just take the action and it becomes better. <laughs> and I feel like back in the day, we didn't do that. We just kept doing the same motion and hoping that it would improve because that meant us doing it more at equal improvement. Yeah, you know, it's it's tough because it's 
I feel like it's a double-edged sword in the sense that at this, I mean, if we're thinking about right now, if we think about every little maybe thing that, oh, this was off the shot, and then the next shot, oh, wait, this was off this shot, and then you kind of, like, try to put everything together, um, it can just, like, totally put too much in your head, and then it's just all off. So I guess it's, I guess it's however you think about it, because, you know, think about back in high school when we're shooting the ball, and it's like, <clears throat> it's automatic, it's automatic, it's automatic. Not that it was a good shot or anything yeah. like that, but what we're trying to do is the same thing, and you're just not thinking about it. So I think that's, like, one of the big things is, you know, there comes a point, you know, where at first you don't really want to think about it too much, but then there comes a point when you actually, like, all right, it's become automatic, but now we need to really, like, think about the concepts of, like, what we're doing wrong, take it step by step, and, like, uh, you don't want to try to solve everything at once. That's not going to work. You got to, like, all right, let's start with we're talking about golf. Let's start with bringing the club back. How yeah. bring the back? Is it is it coming? Is it coming out? Is it coming in? What is that going to cost? A slice or a fade? You know. Um, so take it one step at a time. And bring it through. You know, just things like that. And I feel like th- these days, um, I have like taken a lot of good steps to just like take it one um, one aspect at a time of like in golf for example you know this round i'm going to work on this all right got that down my stuff still sucks but i got that down all right now i'm going to work on this and then eventually put it all together whereas sometimes it's like all right let's think about the backswing and then i should be extending but then i also remember the follow-through and then it just it's just like way too much to think about (laughs) i think that's maybe what changed in my life maybe it's the level of patience where you were saying like, we can think about one thing. Like mm-hmm. I can think about one thing now and I'll just like play a whole round with a pitching wedge because, because I'll just be, I'll know that I have a problem in my swing and I know I'm not going to figure out if I just keep using the driver over and over and shanking it. Mm-hmm. So then I take out the pitching wedge and just go, I'm going to figure out what's wrong with my swing and I'm going to use this pitching wedge rest of the round. And I used it. Didn't we use it? Didn't I use it with you guys? We at some point okay it wasn't with you guys then because after we played my shot was so messed up i played like the next three rounds only with a wedge because i wanted to figure it out and it helped a lot and i was thinking like it actually allowed me to make a fix a change <laughs> and like in high school when i was younger no chance i'd have the patience for that crap like i had to fix everything at once therefore i'd never fix anything at all uh-huh. And I think that honestly, that ties back to the whole business thing we were talking about. Like now I'm just patiently like every day, I'm going to do one thing and it's going to make something better. And I know it's going to lead to something. And that's why I'm not going to stress out about it. Look at you tying this back. And if I sit there all day and worry about all the things that are going on, I don't make any change because I'm paralyzed and I suck. So, yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. And I think it's super relevant and it's actually true. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I just think it's fascinating. So Brandon, I think you should apply that to your golf game because I know the just... first thing he should work on. Yes, what? Um bring in the wrists over. 
I know. Oh. I did that today. That's when I hit it straight. Oh, look at that. <laughs> See, I figured that out, and now I'm going to actually slow down my swing. So and here's like, the like this, sec. Like this. Brandon, the thing with patience is if it happens good one time, it doesn't mean you figured it out. Time. I know. <laughs> that means you need to go to the extreme many times until it's officially ingrained. Don't worry, I got I got Sunday. Sunday will be my revenge. Good, and then we're golfing next week, so yep. you'll easily you're e- easily gonna beat me. That is a I'm just, guarantee. I'm gonna sign up for the web.com tour right now. It's bold, but yeah, I like it. Something. Okay, well, with that, I think, um, ooh, one thing that I actually still want us to always do, because I just think if we ever listen to these someday when we're old and gray, um, what happened big this week? Anything? Any key things that you want to put down on record in the, the weekly diary that you want to remember in the future? Uh. I did a lot of yard work, cleaned up the backyard, made it look all nice and uh, getting it ready to uh, get a in-ground uh, fire pit in. So that was kind of mm. cool. And then, Are uh, you doing the fire pit or is someone doing it? I think my dad and I will probably do it. Wow. Cool. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. I guess there's like some sort of kit that you can get and it basically just lays it out for you a little puzzle hmm. and then uh but yeah no that was cool to get all that done and actually feel like i did something at the house made my worth went on a 16 mile bike ride yesterday along the river that was cool wow so remember that 60 year old brandon when you listen to this this week you did some yard work and you went on a bike ride Yep. Crazy stuff. All right, Joey, you have anything that you want to report on? Uh, well. And Brandon, I am proud of you. That was a big thing of leaves that you sent me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how to roll that up. Well, this may not seem big to people, but it's big for me. Um, so I, uh, tore a tendon in my foot back in November of 2019. It is currently what, end of April, almost beginning of May 2020. Um, probably about a month ago, I went on my first run since December of 2019. And um, this week, I Topped out at five miles now. Ooh. Oh. And uh, five miles straight. Or you ran five miles total for the week? No, uh, I I went on uh, multiple runs. One of them was a five mile run. Nice. Um, and so slowly building back strength. Um, still feeling a little bit of pain in there, so I don't know how that's gonna work, but. Um, yeah, so that was kind of a big accomplishment to get, uh, the five mile mark. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. 
And Brandon, I feel bad that I should have treated your accomplishments this week like they were a bigger deal than they were. And I mean, <laughs> wow, I did not mean to make it sound like that. I meant to say. <laughs> Didn't you guys level in your backyard, Brandon? Yeah, our neighbor did it. Oh, okay. Well, you yeah. helped in that process, right? I raked a lot of it, yeah. <laughs> or like leveled it out. I don't know. I don't know yeah, the difference between raking and leveling something out. We had to level it more after. Or like he pushed stuff around to, yeah, like actually level out, but then raking it to make it look nicer. Tire tracks in it. It does look really, really nice. I will say that. I, I saw it before and we cleaned it up a little bit, I think last year or two years ago, just yeah. cleaning up brush and stuff. And I saw a picture of it, um, I don't know, this week. And kudos to you and your dad because that looks amazing and i'm excited to have some bonfires in that backyard yeah congratulations Bobby. what are you still running me yeah nice. yeah i went for a run yesterday nice feels like every day i go for a run it's way harder than the time before <laughs> that like yeah my knees hurt like mm-hmm. my fat hurts so much you ever just, like start running and you're like, how am I moving right now? All the time. That yeah. But do you also ever start running and you get down the first block and you're like, how does it feel like my body just went through like mile number twenty and I just yeah. started that, and I've taken like a five day break? That happens every time. Getting so old. Um. Okay. So, dear diary. Um. Hello, Bobby. I know you're sixty and. Frankly, if you got it, you made it to 60, you're doing a lot better than many people thought. So congratulations. That's a big age for you. Um, I'm sure you're bald. I'm sure that role gain didn't help you much at all. Um, but I did want to tell you this week was you made moves this week and I'm proud of you, Bobby. I, you opened three timbers again. You got four clients. It's good job, Bob. You made an offer on a house and got pretty much laughed at in your face and that's okay because you put in the time and you made it happen you followed through on something congratulations you finished one of more educating entrepreneurs course this month you followed through you're going to make your accountability partners after this proud but you did not i repeat you did not come up with 25 students you only found 22 and for that i'm ashamed of you (laughs) but You've done other good things like this week. You knew that your store was struggling. You knew seedlings, the retail store had no business since March 13th. And you decided it was time to make a change. So you built an e-commerce site and you will launch that e-commerce site tomorrow. And you will help drive those revenues to a point in which you are not bankrupt. So for that, Bobby, I'm proud of you this week. You did four major things that you wouldn't have done last week. I love you, Bobby. I miss you. (laughs) (laughs) So there we go. I think we should all do a diary entry just like that once a week. I like it. Mainly because I'm excited to hear how we talk to each other in the future.
I'm so in for that. All right, Brandon, let's wrap it up, baby. Take her home. All right, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Wet and wild time here on Bobby Mason's audio experience. Says my internet connect connection table, just like myself. And we will uh, we'll come back next week. I'll have my uh, whatever genius genius going for myself. We'll figure that one out. And, uh, it's just going to be a grand old time next week. I guarantee it. Not going to have to shave my head. Thanks for listening. I love you, Brandon. <laughs>